Welcome to FI Insights, Global Financial Institutions Industry Podcast. My name is Daniela Fonseca Pugina, and I'm a partner at Baker McKenzie's Miami office. I focus on resolving disputes for U.S. and non-U.S. companies, including financial institutions in civil litigation, corporate internal investigations, and related regulatory enforcement matters. In this episode, we will cover the importance of litigation readiness for financial institutions. The threat of litigation is rising for global organizations as they navigate rapid digitalization, growing accountability on environmental, social, and governance matters, newly empowered stakeholders' voices, and increasingly coordinated global enforcement efforts. These factors have only been accelerated by COVID-19, with some companies beginning to uncover vulnerabilities arising for their response to disruption and governments under pressure to fill holes in domestic finances. As a result, organizations are braced for a rise in complex, high-value disputes. Joining me today to talk about this in detail is Jennifer Semko, a partner in our Washington, D.C. office. Jennifer focuses her practice on complex commercial litigation and internal investigations, and she has more than 20 years of experience litigating in state and federal courts across the United States. Jennifer represents clients in domestic and international disputes and has experience in cross-border judicial process. To start, when we talk about litigation readiness, Jen, what do we mean and why is it important? Well, so when we talk about litigation readiness, we're really referring to a wide range of actions and internal procedures and really a general mindset within a company that empowers that company to to anticipate and prepare for and quickly and effectively respond to disputes when they when they arise litigation readiness being ready mitigates the risk that litigation will occur in the first place and it also ensures that a company's ready and prepared to respond well when litigation does occur because, you know, sometimes litigation is inevitable. You can't avoid it. So being ready will decrease the time, the investment of costs and other distractions required during litigation. And actually, it can also contribute to better substantive results as well. But but we litigators often find that companies are under the misimpression that there's really not much that they need to do with respect to litigation until the lawsuit is actually filed. But in reality, there are actually a a lot of things, uh, simple things that companies can and should implement to avoid litigation or at the very least be ready for litigation and, and put themselves in the very best position possible with respect to liability and damages uh, so that they can handle disputes in an effective way. Um, I'll give you an example. It includes things like getting a good handle in advance on the type, the location, uh, and then the custodians that hold company data and the procedures the company uses for handling data. And Danny, I know you work with a lot of financial institutions. What are your thoughts on how prepared those types of companies are on the data management side? Yeah, that's interesting um, because most financial institutions already have their data mapped for data privacy reasons or or the regulatory reasons. 
And it, it may only require a few inexpensive adjustments uh, for them to be able to use that to support litigation-related activities and be ready for it. Exactly. We're really not talking about big steps here. Um, another simple measure that uh, helps companies prepare for litigation and lowers the cost of unavoidable litigation is employee training. And this could be on issues related to proper communication within the company, preserving attorney-client privilege, and how to appropriately and promptly escalate disputes and issues within the company so that, so that you see the litigation coming. Very interesting, because the, in this case, again, most financial institutions already have a, a head start because they provide similar trainings to enable employees to deal with compliance-related issues. And, and so it may be as easy as adding a few minutes to include proper handling of correspondence and escalation with the litigation concern in mind. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me to hear you say that financial institutions are already well on their way. And we're really talking about filling gaps and, and fine tuning procedures that already exist. Uh, another area that we recommend to improve a company's litigation readiness is monitoring litigation trends, particularly in your company's industry and thinking about where those risks lie and how to prepare for or maybe even avoid those risks that is another important step too and again another step that it is not a burden for financial institutions to take um, because most financial institutions have representatives responsible for legal uh, and or compliance matters they are already responsible uh, to seek and anticipate regulatory risks. Um, and so it's just uh, also seeking and anticipating litigation risks. Uh, and further, we here at Baker are constantly providing our clients with materials explaining such trends, summarizing our experience, and even providing results of research that we conduct with our clients globally. Um, so it's not a difficult step here either. Sure, and, and it's an important partnership there using your, your advisors and outside counsel to help you scan the horizon and track these trends. Um, you know, overall, these are just a couple of examples uh, in, in terms of ways to be ready for litigation. And really, this is a topic, as you know, Danny, that we disputes lawyers at Baker have been focused on for many, many years. Uh, that's part of the reason why earlier this year we rolled out a litigation preparedness initiative. And that initiative includes some really interesting research we completed earlier this year into how well companies are preparing for litigation and what they identify as their areas of greatest risk. Thanks, Jen. And, and to support this point, let's look at some of the key takeaways from the litigation preparedness initiative that we rolled out. As part of this initiative, we gathered data from 400 different companies around the world in six different industry sectors, including financial institutions. And the financial institutions organizations we surveyed let us know that they spent 272 million apiece on litigation in the last year only. These are the highest costs among all the industries we surveyed, and they were only followed by companies in the EMI sector. 
but readiness strategies of FI companies may not be keeping up with the scale of the challenge. That's what we take away from the survey. 89% of financial institutions say that emerging market risk demands a more structured approach to litigation preparedness. And then 95% consider that their organization would benefit from a more coordinated litigation preparedness strategy. However, 70% of uh, those financial institutions are choosing not to focus on future litigation risk and, and being prepared for litigation because they're worried that it's going to drive up costs within their company. But we just discussed that it, that costs should, should definitely not be such a huge concern. This seems to be the wrong way to look at things because certainly the cost of being unprepared, as the, the research shows, is much higher than the cost of preparation. You're absolutely right. And I think those are some startling takeaways from the research. Companies know they need to work on this area, but they're concerned about the, the costs when really preparedness is going to actually be a significant savings in the long run. Uh, when we looked at measurement of litigation preparedness in a variety of ways. We saw from our research that financial institutions actually did pretty well. Um, they, they seem to be, as an industry, fairly well prepared for litigation, but there were some weak spots that our research identified. Most significant is the need for global coordination of litigation preparedness and litigation protocols. So companies seem to recognize that their preparation efforts might be too localized and that they need to not only coordinate globally, but across internal teams, whether that's the, the human resources department, compliance, IT, records management, and certainly the legal department. All of these functions that have a stake or an important role in managing litigation and responding to it um, coordination across those groups could be improved, certainly. Additionally, it seemed from our research that financial, financial institutions like companies in a number of industries could benefit with uh, improved training protocols on things like attorney-client privilege. Um, that seems to be an area where financial institutions score themselves slightly lower than some of the other industry groups we evaluated. That's very interesting, and I and I can see uh, uh, that happening. Um, I understand that the research also asks companies to identify the areas of greatest litigation risk as they see it. What do we learn about risk areas for financial institutions? Well, you, you won't be surprised to hear that among financial institutions, a whopping 83% identified cybersecurity as a key area of concern. Uh, no, no surprise there. Litigation related to ESG issues, environmental, social, and governance issues, is also a growing area of concern, not only among financial institutions, but all of the industry groups that we surveyed. 30% uh, of the financial institutions identified this as something that's keeping them up at night. 
and certainly the pace of change in the financial institution sector, both in terms of product development, but also regulatory uh, and enforcement developments and growth of businesses. All of that also makes financial institutions potentially more susceptible to disputes and, and all the more reason why litigation preparedness is so important. Agreed. This is a very interesting backdrop to the kind of disputes that we think financial institutions might face this year and beyond. Um, we, we, we also um, see this continuation of LIBOR um, at the end of this year and the transition of other interbank offered rates that may lead to uncertain contractual positions, uh, financial and accounting implications, regulatory risks, which may come with enforcement activity and, and litigation. Um, this can feel daunting, especially if a company has hundreds of contracts to review, and that's one area we can help with. Uh, we have a technology solution, eBrevia, that um, employs artificial intelligence to identify key legal concepts within contracts and extract them to support and increase the efficiency in the human review process. So it's very simple as just pulling out from the contracts and making a matrix of uh, specific clauses that relate to the interest rates, for example. Um, and this can be used to identify the LIBOR and related provisions that will soon need to be updated. Uh, this is just an example. Uh, and also drawing on that, you just said about cybersecurity, COVID has certainly made this a greater challenge and, and made normal compliance control more difficult as resourcing comes under pressure and the staff works from home. Um, sanctions compliance also is another issue as government sanctions policy becomes a weapon in global trade wars, uh, and then COVID shifts usual patterns of trade. So in light of all this, what should FI companies be doing uh, to better prepare for disputes, potential litigation, and government enforcement? Well, one important thing, again, is that multi-jurisdictional coordination and management across stakeholder groups and units within the company. Um, financial institutions all often draw the interest of regulators in areas like money laundering and cybersecurity, data privacy, also anti-corruption, sanctions laws. So when you have government enforcement action in these areas, that can sometimes lead to a flurry of civil suits, including uh, things like class actions. So it's essential to have a playbook of rules and protocols related to these core issues so that you put in place a consistent uh, response, a consistent strategic defense, and you calibrate it to um, deliver a global strategy while also at the same time accounting for local considerations that can sometimes come into play. So proactively identifying areas of risk and thinking about how best to manage them and manage them in a cohesive and global way, that's really important. And you have to certainly acknowledge that these protocols, this analysis can't just happen once. It's got to be refreshed periodically in the, in the future. It's not a one-time endeavor. 
So in part to help with this, um, Baker has launched a self-assessment litigation readiness tool, an interactive uh, survey tool to help companies identify the gaps and the weaknesses in their litigation preparedness. So really at the end of the day, the main call to action here is to look at that tool, get an assessment of where your company stands with respect to litigation preparedness and identify the gaps, what you can do to get to the next level and be better equipped to face disputes that might be in, in the future. Um, I note that the litigation survey tool also allows companies to benchmark themselves, compare their performance in the in the area of litigation readiness to peer companies. So you can get a good, it's a good measurement, a good uh, yardstick to see how you compare to others in your industry. Companies can certainly go on our website and complete this survey alone, but ideally um, do it side by side with your Baker McKenzie contact or one of our litigation experts who can help walk you through the survey and customize the recommendations that will be provided in the short report that's generated at the end of the survey. Yes, uh, and it's also important, I think, to note uh, that all financial institutions would certainly benefit from assessing their litigation readiness. If they are uh, a, a, a large, global, highly sophisticated financial institution with a well-developed litigation preparedness plan, then they can rely uh, on this just to refine things. Uh, and uh, I'm the opinion that everything can be improved always. Um, so they will be able to see where they're still lacking um, and, uh, they will be able to globally coordinate it. Uh, if they're mid-sized or smaller uh, financial institution, uh, maybe they don't have a, a litigation planning or they, they have something that is still lacking development, uh, then it's going to be incredibly helpful for them to identify what infrastructure they're lacking and how to cover some of the basics that we mentioned here today. Um, to take things further, uh, we have a white paper uh, that we call litigation, ready for anything, which gives a nice overview of litigation risk considerations, uh, including some steps, I think there are six steps to better prepare. Um, those are suggestions that we make. We also uh, link some other tools that may be of assistance in terms of litigation preparedness. We have a cross-border enforcement center and it provides uh, our clients with a high level comparative analysis of the enforcement of court judgments and arbitration awards across 44 jurisdictions. Also, we have a disputes clause finder tool that helps consider if arbitration clauses may be a good option for the dispute resolution mechanism in, in, in the contracts um, and then suggest possible wording. A lot of helpful stuff. Um, and again, when, when we're talking about litigation preparedness, uh, there is this very easy, completely free uh, survey tool that companies can use to determine how ready they are for litigation and to fill those gaps. That's our litigation intelligence tool. Um, we highly recommend you take that survey just to get a sense of, of how much work uh, you need to do to get your company in the best position possible. Uh, 
It'll give you a sense of where the gaps in your litigation preparedness might be. And it's a nice and quick health check that gives you a sense of where you stand, what enhancements you could benefit from to ramp up your litigation readiness. And if you need any assistance in locating that tool, just feel free to reach out to any of your Baker McKenzie contacts. Thank you so much, Jane, for joining me today. And thank you to our listeners. If you found this podcast helpful, you might be interested to check our litigation intelligence tool available on bakermckenzie.com. You might also be interested to know about our ongoing series, Finding Balance, the post-COVID landscape for financial institutions. Our most recent installment is about the increasing regulatory scrutiny of financial institutions. It's also available on bakermckenzie.com. Again, my name is Daniela Fonseca Puccini, and thank you for listening. We hope you can join us for the next episode of FI Insight.